Welcome back, everybody, to episode 13, part 13 of This Is Why I Drink. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm laughing a little bit right now because the guy that records all of this stuff for me in the audio booth, uh, he just grossed me straight the hell out there for a second. It was pretty impressive, I'm not going to lie. And yeah, yeah, it's pretty nasty. What his little comment was threw me for a loop. It's well played, though. It's well played. I can't be mad at him for that at all. <laughs> and forgive me as I'm messing around here on the on the laptop. This uh, there we go. This specific episode is titled "Story Time Intermission with the Ginger Part Two. and the reason for that again is I uh, I don't just want to keep talking about all the the racial stuff and the racism and all that. I mean, it's yes, that was the the first series. It simply, it's gotten to a point over and again where you, it's a fucking circus. <laughs> Let's call a spade a spade. It's a fucking circus. So the subtitle of this episode is Epstein, Epstein, however you want to say his name. So we'll just say Epstein. Epstein, conspiracy, and I do not want to get Hillaried. That's what we're going to call this one. I do not want to get Hillaried. Because, God, the last two months, two and a half months has just been, it's been a fun shit show in this country. And fun is sarcasm. It's been ironically hysterical. It's just not necessarily been good. And the reason I was bringing up the the Epstein situation is because I know it's seemingly old news, if you will. I mean, dude's been dead for a few weeks now. And getting into everything about his life, the conspiracy theories, the fact that a lot of people believe he was either an FBI or CIA informant, there's no real way of tracking how he became worth a billion dollars. You know, business-wise, any of that kind of stuff. It's just hysterical that you can't go into all of it. That would literally take probably five to ten episodes to try to dig all that shit up, and I'm not doing that. What does crack me up is that if anybody has done any research onto the his private jet, the Lolita Express, and all of the people that could have been destroyed by the information that he had either on Pedo Island or coming from the Lolita from the rides on the Lolita Express it's it's astronomical i mean you had everybody on that thing from Stephen Colbert to Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, Trump, Jay-Z, Beyonce, so many people that could have had their entire lives and careers just annihilated from the information that would have been gathered from from this man and it cracks me up that's why i wanted to have a little more fun with this one because uh i mean the guy even had a painting a sexual painting of bill clinton in a blue dress with red heels in his home on pedo island it's it's nuts how creepy all this shit is and it's nuts how creepy all of it is while Involving so many high-profile people that our society 
for a large part, worships on some scale. It's it's freaking awesome. Not in a good way. That we're sitting here talking about this guy who is just an evil, evil son of a bitch. Messing around with underage girls, sex trafficking, all of that. <laughs> and some of the people that are looked at as icons, whether it be in the white community, black community, whatever, could have been implicated with this man had he actually gone to trial. <laughs> and like I said, I know this story is old, but I just I had to go into it a little bit and say, you know, after he was arrested on July 6th, cracked me up. I was like, oh, shit. And then more and more stuff started coming out over that two and a half week stretch after he got arrested. Then, of course, once he's actually in jail, he's found semi-conscious in his cell, looking like he either tried to kill himself or he was beat up, put on suicide watch, and then somehow was able to commit suicide. The cameras went down. The two guards that were supposed to be watching him fell asleep for three hours, falsified documents. I mean, it is the epitome of a conspiracy theory shit show. It's hilarious. So to whomever out in this world had a pool going, whether it was in Vegas or whatnot, on when Epstein was going to get offed, Whoever put their money on August 10th, 2019, well done. Good on you. That's impressive to be able to have a pool running and call when this dude's going to get ganked. That is freaking funny as hell. That's why I've, in the last few weeks, I've loved all the memes. <laughs> Talking about when the, when the coroner was, was on break, Epstein cremated himself. Crap like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, our society is such a game of smoke and mirrors. It's, it's funny as hell. So I'm going to go a little Joe Rogan in this episode with you guys. Uh, it's probably not going to be a very long episode, which some of you would probably appreciate because of the fact that you probably get tired of hearing my voice. And I'm, the reason I say I'm going to go a little Joe Rogan is because when I first started recording these, somebody asked me if I'd ever listened to his podcast, and I said no. And I actually started watching a few of his episodes on YouTube uh, at home a couple times a week. And I, I've i always been a fan of his. He just he's, he's a funny, funny dude. He's even better when he's off the cuff just sitting there shooting the shit, you know? That's when he's really, really, really good especially just tying in little quips here and there or the people that he has on a show that have this uncanny level of knowledge that you wouldn't have unless you spent a lot of time trying to dig into it. Oh my God. It absolutely slays me. So like I said, I'm going to go a little Joe Rogan on you on this one because once you, I mean, look at all the shit that you've had happen. You've, you've got all these things going on you've got you know, trump and the squad going at it okay then epstein gets epstein whatever gets arrested okay he's getting ready to approach potentially having an actual hearing and then all of a sudden we have three mass shootings in one weekend a week and a half later we have a standoff in philadelphia between police officers and at the el paso shooting 
all of a sudden it incites all this race, racial bullshit again, which as we discussed in episode 11 is a complete goddamn lie. It's not racial on any scale. You've got all these politicians just diving in head first on it, sucking it up like they're on mama's teat back in the day. And then out of nowhere, Epstein commits suicide. While on suicide watch, lights go off, cameras go down, guards are asleep. Yet somehow this son of a bitch who shouldn't even be given a sheet for his bed is able to commit suicide. Astronomical. Just great. Go team. So damn funny. Now, the reason that I bring all that up, like I said, good Lord, going into a little bit of the conspiracy theory side, why it's, why this episode is called Epstein Conspiracy and I don't, I do not want to get Hillaried, is that if, if anybody doesn't think that both sides of the political spectrum in the United States today are are playing a song and dance, if they don't realize that it's all smoke and mirrors, if they don't see the forest for the trees on a lot of this shit, then, then you're smoking some good stuff. That's all I'm going to say. You, know, you are smoking good enough to uh, just completely neglect the puff puff pass because of the fact that, yeah, you are naive AF. We'll say that. And to go back to the El Paso situation that we talked about in episode 11, I wanted to bring that up because, again, he primarily, he went after the immigration side of it all in his manifesto. Again, I'm not glorifying what this guy did. Please understand that because some dipshit out there is going to hear this and think, he's actually condoning it because he keeps talking about it. I know he's for it. You're an idiot. Okay, whoever thinks that. That is not the case. The reason I'm bringing that up is because this guy constantly talks about both sides being at fault, whether it be the Republicans trying to bring more immigrants in for work legally or the Democrats wanting to essentially say that nobody can be convicted of a crime. It's not illegal to cross the border without documentation, doing it the right way, which if anybody ever says it's not open borders, again, you're a moron. Yes, it is. If there is no penalty for crossing the border of a country, whatsoever and you can just do it whenever the hell you want that's open borders so to anybody that on the democrat side left side or whatever that says well no they're not preaching open borders yes they fucking are again he was saying both sides are at fault and if again if you don't think that the united states government in some way is involved in really creating a powder keg type situation then you're not paying attention. You're really not. I know in episode 12, I went after Ilan Omar for talking crap on the United States. I'm not saying there aren't shady ass people in Congress. Obviously, we know there are. I'm not saying there aren't shady ass people behind the scenes of Congress pulling strings because we have to know there are. I mean, if you listen to some of these people in Congress and the way they talk and the stupid shit they say, oh my God, there are fourth graders smarter than half of these sons of bitches. And if you don't think that they are just puppets with a puppet master, you, again, you're not paying attention to the big picture here. So the reason I wanted to go after the immigration side is because you've got more and more immigrants coming to this country every year. Now, some people can say that I'm being prejudiced, that I'm being racist, whatever you want to say. 
because of me saying that more and more are moving here. I'm not being racist, prejudiced, anything to that nature on any scale. And the reason I can wholeheartedly say that is because I don't care if people come here. What I'm getting at uh, from other countries, what I'm getting at is that if you look at the birth rate of people that are actual U.S. citizens over the last decade, two decades, it is dropping astronomically. And for a few reasons, some people sit there and say, I don't want to have babies because of climate change. That's climate change is probably one of the easiest things to fix that there is out there. You just got too many people yelling, screaming extremes on both sides and nobody's willing to fucking sit down and actually talk about a middle road. But you've got the end and the rest are saying, well, I don't want to bring them up in a world that's this bad. Well, again, that that's an easier one to fix than a lot of people think. Because if you don't want to raise your children in a shitty, shitty world, well, then let's make the world better. Let's stop with all this bullshit that we scream as far as racism, this racism, that oppression, this oppression, that take accountability for yourself. Start treating people the way that you want to be treated and start cleaning up your own shit in your own life instead of pointing the finger and blaming everybody. We've enabled people in this country to play the weaponized victim card. And because of that, that's part of the reason that some of these individuals are saying, well, I just don't want to raise my kids in, in such a negative environment and such, you know, there's so much hate and there's so much violence. Well, yeah, it's because most people are morons, which I'll get to here in a second. And instead of thinking things through to see the forest for the trees, everything is a knee-jerk reaction. That's part of the reason that the word racism or racist is such a great weapon on their side because as soon as they say, you're being racist, especially if you say that, as a quote-unquote minority to a white person, that white person is automatically on their fucking heels. They're automatically on their heels, just backpedaling like, no, bro, no, yeah, yeah, huh. Well, I'm grateful that I've gotten to a point where if somebody says that to me, I'll look at them and go, how? Instead of trying to justify and defend it, I will ask them how because I actually want to have a conversation with that person so I can show them that it's bullshit and I'm not. With that being said, the other reason that a lot of people don't want to have kids that are born and raised here in the United States is because of the cost of living. Okay. It, it's no, I mean, it's no secret that every year it gets more and more expensive to actually live, to actually survive, to be able to do shit in this country. And then you have immigrants being brought in on your H-1B visas and things of that nature to fill jobs that I firmly believe people that are born and raised in the U.S. should be the ones filling. Now, that's not a hateful thing to say. That's not a racist thing to say because right now, a lot of those people in other countries, whether it be in the continent of Asia, you know, Indian, Chinese, Japanese, whatever, Indonesia, doesn't matter, Philippines, uh, Nepal, Bangla, wherever they're from, they're really damn good at what they do. I'm not saying that they're not. So don't think I'm trying to be racist or hateful or anything like that. What I'm saying is that we shouldn't have to bring in more people from other countries to fill those jobs. We should be focusing on building better quality citizens here that are capable of doing them. This is stuff I wanted to get into 
way down the road on different topics when it comes to immigration, when it comes to all that. Because again, I believe that a lot of what we deal with can be fixed in a much easier fashion than we actually put out there. And too many people just, they just don't want to, they're just lazy where they think, well, it's never going to change. Well, yeah, it's never going to change if you keep sitting on your ass and don't ever actually stand up and say, shit's got to change. So to me, instead of bringing all these people in from all these other countries, we should be focusing on building better quality citizens in this nation. Well, that first and foremost starts in the home, as we all know. Secondly, it's in the schools. And our education system, even though it's shit, I don't believe it's got to be that bad. The reason part of it is as bad as it is is because of all the ethnic tension and people sitting there thinking, well, you're oppressing me. You're, you're treating me as lesser because I'm not white or whatever the case may be. While you've got these Indian and Oriental, I'll say that because, again, India is part of Asia, and Oriental kids that just keep their mouths shut, keep their noses in the books, don't sit there and scream oppression or any of that kind of crap, and it's a known fact that Orientals and Indians are the richest ethnic groups in the United States of America as a whole. Well, that's because they're not running around screaming oppression. They're not running around screaming racism. They're not running around screaming I'm being held back. They're just digging in. And that's probably part of the reason that our country is looking over at those other countries saying, well, shit, let's bring them in. They're better workers. They're doing more. They're better equipped at handling all this kind of stuff that we need to have done for our companies. Well, again, that's a double-edged sword because of the fact that Yes, our government should not be putting its citizens that are born and raised here, you know, for decades and decades and decades in a position where it's it's more difficult to go up against somebody who moved here from another country because now this company that is looking at hiring has to meet a certain minority quota that screws a lot of people that are born and raised here. And at the same time, the U.S. citizens, we've got to stop sitting there playing this bullshit weaponized victim card saying that we're being oppressed, we're being oppressed, we're being oppressed, and actually take ownership of your own individual lives and your families and start raising better quality citizens on your own. So it's it's got to go both ways. We've got to stop talking about allowing anybody and everybody and every Tom, Dick, and Harry to come into this country that shouldn't ever have that. I mean, it, that should never fucking happen, ever. Okay, and I I get into that one in a lot more detail. It's just it's got it. I wanted that to be a part of the immigration series that I wanted to get into. And it seems like everything in our current social situation is just flooding and becoming this gigantic stirred up pot of shit that can't be avoided without talking about all of it. And I don't like that. I don't I don't like that. I won't like because it completely destroys the plan I had for this podcast as a whole. But let's focus. I mean, one, the cost of living in this country does not need to be as astronomical as it is. Anybody that thinks that, oh, you know, it's okay. It's just that's just inflation bullshit. No, it's not. It does not need to be that high. Number one. Number two, instead of bringing people in from other countries on H-1B visas and giving them massive amounts of subsidies to live here, why don't we as as the United States, again, start educating our own people, start building better programs, and instead of giving that money away to people that we bring in from other countries, why don't we, one, lower the cost of living? Because let's be real, okay? 
you don't need to just rape the shit out of people because you want to make a profit. You can make a profit without having to do that. And anybody that thinks I'm a socialist for saying that, I'm not. I firmly believe in capitalism with everything in me. I just do not believe in price gouging purely out of personal greed. And that's the biggest problem is most people are just greedy as shit and not seeing the bigger picture for the long term issues we're going to be facing in this country. And then all those subsidies that are given to those people that you bring into the United States, instead of giving those away, we can actually start giving more credits to families that bust their ass here so that they can have a better home. They can actually afford groceries. They can do bigger and better things and be more productive members of society. Now, again, that also goes back to in the household, instead of focusing on going out and getting fucking lit every weekend, why don't parents start raising their kids to actually start doing shit that helps their community and their society? Instead of idolizing people that look like half of them are mentally handicapped because recently I got onto my SoundCloud account and a bunch of new music artists came across. I don't know what it is about these fuckers in hip hop right now. Every one of them that I saw is staring either at the camera cross-eyed looking down cross-eyed or something to that nature. And they got this look on their face where their lips are all stuck up like, like they're about ready to take a cock in the mouth. And (laughs) and they're built like starving Marvin off of South park. (laughs) Yeah. That's what apparently the trend is now, instead of what it used to be, where guys stood up looking manly and hard and all that kind of stuff. Now it's, I want to look like I'm about to take a dildo in the mouth with puckered lips, crossed eyes and nappy dreads. I don't understand that trend. That just seems completely backwards to me on every scale. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. So I know, like I said, I was going to go Joe Rogan on you guys and, I, I went on again a little bit of a rant. It's there's just so much shit that could be so easily fixed. And instead of actually taking the time to do it, we just keep feeding the fucking monster of, of stupidity and division. And it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And of course, then companies and organizations are going to look over and say, Hey, well shit, all these people in the country are just fighting. We need to make money. So let's bring all these fuckers in from these other countries to do this job. Yes, I believe that some of it has been orchestrated. I also believe we continuously do some of it to ourselves. So guys, I it's a really weird way to end this this particular podcast episode and I I apologize. I just there's a lot of shit that needs to be fixed and it's much easier than we make it. We're just constantly running in circles and doing all this dumbass shit out there and getting sucked into all these Uh, I believe some of them are orchestrated social issues that we shouldn't be getting sucked into instead of actually getting out and truly helping each other and then building that personal autonomy to help ourselves. Yeah, I don't really know how else to end this. There's no smooth way to end this one, and I apologize for that. I really do. I'm just kind of stuck. So I'm going to end it here. Uh, (laughs) hopefully I don't get rated poorly on this one. And people think that, man, that was a shitty episode. It's, there's a lot to think about right now. A lot to think about. And our country is not, not in a good place mentally. We're 
we need to fix some stuff. So again, as I've stated on the last two episodes prior, uh, we're looking for people that want to partner up, that believe in the message that we're trying to spread here. And if you want to, I'm screwing this whole thing up. I'm not going to lie. This is not a good episode. So again, forgive me. But if you, if you do believe in what we're trying to get out, what we're trying to accomplish, then go to the link right here, the link tree link. It's got everything in it, all social media platforms, all streaming platforms. If you really believe what we're doing, in spite of this slight lapse in quality that I'm having during this episode, then like it, subscribe it, go to the Patreon page and find out what you got to do to become a partner in the show. Again, it doesn't have to be a monthly contribution. It can just be a one-time thing. $25 or more gets you a This Is Why I Drink t-shirt. And if we start really building momentum on that, I want to start doing more more contests, more prizes, more involvement. I want to actually do interviews with people. I want to get people on the phone. I want to have emails, so on and so forth. There's every way to contact us on there through direct messages on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, The email address is TIWID at gmail.com. Again, that's TIWID at gmail.com. You can contact me directly there. I want to actually hear from people, even if you think I'm a complete moron, that are out there in the trenches every day like I am seeing all this stuff happen. So if you appreciate what we're doing, like, subscribe, and it would mean the world to us if you became a contributor to help us continuously grow and expand and really make a dent instead of pandering to one side or the other like so many others do. That's not what we're here for. So folks... Forgive me for the soapbox. Have a great week. This is why I drink. <laughs>